In this episode, I sat down with one of the most beloved members of the Upland Metaverse community, the one and only Joe Lives. We discussed Joe's journey into the Upland Metaverse, the networking benefits of attending Genesis Week, his super impressive takes on where the future of AI is headed, and some of the many Upland, NFT, and Web3 projects he's working on. Joe also outlined details surrounding the Our Upland book project he's co-authoring, including a massive book cover design competition that you still have plenty of time to get yourself involved in. So settle in for some inspirational insights into what's possible when, like Joe, you embrace the limitless potential of the metaverse and beyond. Warning, the information and opinions within solely reviews the individuals involved contains content not suitable for anyone. Here today with Joe Lives, the one and only. How are you doing this morning, mate? Or this afternoon for you? Yeah, doing real good. Yes. Now, Joe, you and I have been kicking about together for, geez, it's got to be almost two years, something like that, wouldn't it be? It's been a long time. Different long time. shows and this, that, and the other thing. You've always um, been heavily involved in some of the stuff we've got going on and we've looked to support what, you, what you've what you got going on as well. Um, the main project and why you're here today is to talk about your Owl Upland book project. Um, that's a collection of upland players kind of their origin stories almost is that is that how you'd put it yeah i'd say that the kind of uh you know up and so much about speculation you know so it's kind of the origin story and then at the end it's like where do you see the future so everybody kind of gets to put their little speculation into so yeah that's a good description i'd say and that's been brewing for about a year with that that yes. be correct as well yeah yeah it, yeah exactly we uh met at the original genesis week so um yeah she started it after i take a couple months so that's about where we're at right now so it's been yeah about a year so that's uh you're referring to your partner in crime um olivia correct yeah correct Sorry, making assumptions. (laughs) That's all good. So, um, yeah, the 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 book is all about Upland stories journey and that. But um, we're just saying before we kicked off that I've known you for ages, but I don't remember what's your actual origin story, how you got involved, and what kind of hooked you in and that sort of stuff. Maybe you could let us know. Yeah. uh, So I got involved in. In crypto, I'd say 2016, 2017, I have a friend out here in Orange County who's a really big Bitcoin guy, does the Bitcoin ATMs and did conferences and threw them and invited me to them. And uh, I was always like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And then um, he asked me one time if I could create some artwork that he could auction off at the thing for crypto and yada, yada. And I was like, sure. And because I submitted some artwork, you know, I was happy to to go check it out because I'm now I'm like part of it, you know? Yep. Um, and then like a year later, it was like 2017, I think about, um, I looked at the like minuscule amount that I had gotten for those art pieces in this wallet that he created for me that I didn't really understand what it all was or whatever. Mm. And I, it had just gotten huge. Mm. And I was like, Oh my God. Okay. So I kind of should probably start paying attention to this a little more. Um, and started looking into different things. Uh, you know, my, my, uh, little nephew introduced me to, uh, he's like, take me to target. I want to get these garbage pill kids. I was a big fan of garbage pill kids. He knew that I would go buy them for him. So we went. And he's like, oh, look, these NFTs and da-da-da-da-da and wax. And I was like, what is all this about? You know, the yada yada. And it was right around the same time, I think, that I got into Upland. I was kind of like looking at all this stuff. Um, I got into it. I remember I got into, I remember telling a friend back then that there's like a lot of these free entry things. And I was like, you know, one of them could hit, none of them could hit. But a lot of them are free. Like, why wouldn't I sign up and get involved with a bunch of these things anyway, right? So I did. And uh, I liked Upland. It was like Monopoly, kind of. I love that you could look at the street uh, view. You could see the properties. I'm from California. So I'm like, you know, San Francisco, I know it. I see it's cool. This is great, right? So I got into it like that and was like, all right, I'm gonna throw a hundred bucks at this thing, come back in a month, see how things go. So I was doing the FSA thing, 
threw the hundred bucks in like an idiot, immediately couldn't buy the property I wanted to buy because I kicked myself out of FSA. Yeah. Uh, but that was, I came in way later than you. So that was uh, after Oakland um, yep. had opened. And I kind of got in on the tail end of that opening. Like I wasn't there the day of, I didn't realize how it all worked or whatever. But the, you know how like a few days after there's still things you can get or whatever, right? So I did, I got in and I was like, okay, I'm spending this hundred bucks and then I'm going to look later, whatever, take a month and see how it does. That same day, within minutes, I had, you know, purchased a property for like 15,000 UPX and somebody had offered me 300,000. Whoa, was what was like, it? Do you remember? You know what? I remember the person. He yeah. was your prince. Um, yep. He was with us back in the day. I remember telling him, like, it's your fault. You got me hooked with this shit. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, like, and I looked at the earnings. I looked at the, and it was a collection property or whatever. But, and it was rather large, but I was like, okay, I could spend, you know, a quarter of that and, and get the same like dividends, you know, I'm like, I don't understand how this works, but I'm taking the win here. And then that's what really, you know, set me off to be like, wow, okay, let me, again, with the same thing with a crypto, when I saw that my wallet was worth a lot, I'm like, okay, there is money to be made here or there is growth for here or whatever. Um, because back then even, I don't think, I think it was either right before the beta USD out or like right when they were just talking about it. Probably be around the same time. Yeah, I think. Yep. So it was still a little risky. You know what I mean? Like as far as like, you may never be able to get a single dollar if you put one in, it may never come out. Yeah. Uh, and so, but yeah, that's how I got in and then um, started doing more research, found you and um and venom and dj shorts uh yeah i mean and and as time has you know we've seen you know like uh you're still here and those two i don't know what to say um yeah uh, although i will say this um probably a lot of people won't even know what we're talking about but i know you know very well but uh green rabbit he's fully out now um and venom is and there's a cool dude named pigwig that's kind of taken it over and made some changes and duck turtle still there who was, used to be part of udu and so yep. they're actually making positive changes there so i figured you, you'd like to know that <laughs> yeah that's cool i mean yeah what a journey that was i mean gosh talk about history <laughs> some roller coasters yeah, that's, that's interesting to think back to Oakland as well. Like that was, Oakland was one of the classic burn cities where it just all crashed and burned. So did you miss out on that that first burn? Were you in the second wave of that or do you remember? No, because I was so green back then. I remember Bakersfield too, I believe, came at, at right after that mm. um, for both of those. I And I felt so dumb about that, but I didn't even realize about the, the neighborhood line thing i knew about collections and i knew that they were uncertain and you could see by the by the earnings so yep. literally during the openings i was like clicking on the property before i minted it to see if it was in the right neighborhood and like i would do that and then boom it was bought you know like oh god and then maybe a month later people were like you didn't know about that and i'm like oh my gosh oh uh, yeah so well yeah. I mean, you, you're talking about the implied knowledge that you weren't aware of then, but imagine new players coming into the game now of like how far everything's advanced. Like the the learning curve that they got to deal with is phew, astronomical. That's true, especially with yeah, the racing, the uh, the totems now, this, the all the meta venture stuff. Yeah, it's it's quite a bit. It is quite a bit. Well, I'm glad they got that mission thing up, though, and all that stuff, because I think that's smart to, you know, that's what the community pulls for, right? It's like to incentivize new players. We want to get people involved. We want to get people engaged. I think it's a good that they're doing that. Yeah, and Oakland, I, I believe Oakland was one of the releases where we knew the collections in advance, because I remember going all in on a rare, I think it might be College Ave or something like that, so... I think we I definitely so knew. Yeah. I was so green. I have. I don't think I was like vanilla. Yeah, I love vanilla. Sure. 
Sign me up. Yeah. Yeah, cool. But it's also interesting to think back to, like you said you you enjoyed the – now, maybe let me backtrack a bit. When you first started playing Upland, was it the mobile app version? Is that what got you in or were you straight into the web? Mobile. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I can't remember, honestly. I can't remember. Um, I, I want to say desktop, actually, because I think I came through Brave. Okay. I think it came through Brave. Um, I know they did a big push uh, on Brave, as I'm pretty sure. And I remember when I came in and after all that happened, I had been kind of seeing this ad for a long time. Yep. And I remember thinking, what a dumbass. Why didn't you click on it eight months ago, you idiot? It's always but, a lie, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was similar in that um, probably in the 2017, 2018 kind of crypto push, I started getting a bit more involved in like what's actually around, what's out there. And I started downloading all of these crypto mobile games and they were just really clunky, really janky. And then I saw Upland. I'm like, well, this is just a completely different level of professionalism, even way back then when it was still pretty new and clunky. But, yeah, that's that's kind of how I got in. I was kind of casting. Like you said, we're casting your net wide and one of these might take off. Who knows? Might as well throw a few dollars in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then if they're actually enjoyable, that's that's uh, just a, a bonus. And then it kind of leads you to stick with that one, I think. Whether you're like, I remember I've heard you say before, you know, like, a, like I, I actually enjoy it. So it's like whether I win or lose or, you know, yada, yada, I enjoy spending my time. And so that's a good way to look at it, I think. Absolutely. So that's that's where you've you you've sort of come from. And now what what sort of projects are you involved in now? So I'm involved with a few different things. I'm still involved with Upland quite a bit and different projects within Upland, but I'm also like working with other metaverse stuff and, and actually trying to collect, connect Upland and some other stuff too. Um, more recently, uh, a lot of exciting stuff, actually. I mean, you know, I, I still feel like this, this groundwork's getting late, you know, and with AI coming in and, people's jobs in question and who's going to do what and within the next 10 years is going to be all these huge changes and i think um you know entertainment content that kind of thing um is is uh, going to be a big part of of people's lives um already uh, you know people are on the screen quite a bit you know i mean uh, that's one of the amazing things about you know upland and like here i am you're in australia i'm i'm in los angeles and uh and i, I gotta just tip my hat to you by the way for the, the meetings that we had every tuesday and you're getting up at the crack of dawn like a ridiculous thing um and just to do that for i think it was years straight like wow like wow, I'm I'm amazed. But um, that's one of my favorite thing about this whole metaverse thing and all that is just you can connect with anyone in the world. You can meet like minded people, and um, I think it's just going to keep growing. So I'm involved with with a few different metaverse projects. This book um, I'm trying to get out. Uh, it's basically done. Uh, the only thing is uh, this cover, which we're going to talk about the contest, yep. um, which technically it was already done but we want to involve the community and have uh that aspect of it so um yeah uh that and then you know node projects and building and meta venture stuff um dtech's been kind of bugging me i got a shop approved finally and he's like come on get your images in get it going and yada yada so that's been helpful uh he literally sent me a message the other day that was like a, a meme of you know I, i'm your friend i'm peer pressuring you like do it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's good absolutely um i'd just like to go back to what you said there about ai um the whole this this year has just the explosion of ai into now what is essentially a lot of daily life stuff is kind of just absolutely mind-boggling i know from personal experience that it has completely revolutionized how i go about my daily in real life paperwork situation um is it something that you've embraced or like there's a lot of uh fud and fear associated with it but there's a lot of potential as well where do you kind of fit on that spectrum 
uh, I'm a huge proponent. Um, I, so since January, the very first week of January, I've been doing a, uh, AI night in Los Angeles, Tuesday nights. We do live demos, discussions, like initially when it got super popular, there was people who would come to our night just to like be angry about AI and say, really? Wow. I swear. I swear. That's awesome. Um, and so we had some lively discussions, um, but we have an amazing group. Uh, it, it takes place at a video gallery. So we've got like film editors, we've got Hollywood people, we've got animators, people worked on, you know, Wizard of Oz, Lord of the Rings, yada, yada, mm. are really in the industry who are, you know, have the knowledge and, and so it's funny because we, we give demos, uh, a friend of mine gives a lot of them, I give some of them. And his girlfriend even gives some of them. And then we have guest people come in. Yep. Um, which is super cool. Uh, like somebody came in with a with a uh, live, which I'm actually working on in another metaverse project. I'm probably going to work with this guy, but it's it's like a live AI that that you uh, that operates immediately from your prompting and text, like you know, like an NPC type of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, geez, at this point, I've tried, you know, probably close to 400 or 508 different AIs over this time. Uh, like they pop up. They uh, all, I mean, I, a lot of them are horrible in that group, but yeah. there is some amazing stuff. Um, and I got to say, like, it, it's, it's, like 3d modeling like i do blender stuff and that kind of thing um it, it's not my super strong suit as far as design goes it was like oh, i'm learning it i'm getting better you know um and as ai's progressed i'm like i've almost stopped because i'm like that's this is a waste of my time because yeah. give it another months, six months yeah and then I, I, I know how to operate the AI stuff and I know where to look and all that. So that's what it is. And that's how I look at these things. They're tools. Um, I feel like there's a there's very few of them that give you like a finished product. Yeah. Um, you can call it a finished product, but in most cases, I look at it like a filter in Photoshop or, you know what I mean? They're just, they're tools uh, to help help you as a creator or as an uh, instructor or as uh you know business leader health leader whatever they're, they're just i mean and i stay pretty up on it you know because i do this class and yada yada so and I, i've taught other courses to you know people that want to learn how to do it yeah and so i stay pretty up on it the 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 chatbot stuff you know the chat gpt the art stuff that's all great but the science stuff is amazing. Like they've got paraplegics feeling and walking again. Like there is like amazing stuff. Like, like we may not like being paralyzed may not be a thing anymore because mm. of this, which is like, what, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and there's fine lines between robotics and AI, but like, I think I was talking to somebody the other night and I'm like, you know, surgeons are amazing, human surgeons, but they get divorces. They they have insomnia. They have family members die. And none of us wants a surgeon whose wife was in a car accident in the morning to be operating. But a robot doesn't yeah. care. And it's got precision and yada, yada. And it's, I think, a combination of the two. Like, even people are like, oh, but some jobs will never. I mean, I don't know. There's there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I, I think it'll go to. So, basic story, I'm an AI proponent. Yeah, well, it's interesting. You're kind of where you're placed. You're in the, the thick of it as well. Like, you've got the whole writer's strike and everything going on. So, there, there seems to be two extremes. But it's interesting that you mentioned there that you have a bunch of, you know, those kind of Hollywoodish people, but they're, they're in the other angle. They're, they're kind of, okay, this is inevitable. How can I use this to, you know, it, it might revolutionise my job as it is now, but how can I use this to progress forward? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, that whole writer strike thing is really interesting because a big part of it is the AI stuff. Right. Yeah. But what's so weird about it. I was just talking to one of the guys who is he, he's not included with strike because they do trailers uh, like film editing, but 
his firm is getting affected by it because all of the the actors and everything are on strike, right? So they're trying to do editing for this upcoming film, but none of the actors can shoot for it. So yeah. guess what they're having to do? Use AI to make this thing. So it's yeah. so strange because like this strike that they're doing to fight against it is actually like making it stronger in a way because they're forcing these people to use it when they wouldn't have if they were open for business. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. It's weird. it's people in their horse and buggies shaking their fists at the first cars going up the street, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, even those types of jobs, like those editors' jobs, um, a couple of weeks back somebody sent me a link for an AI where you just – you just put in your YouTube video, like I've got to say a long form 90 minute YouTube video. You just put it in there and it goes beep, bop, beep, bop. And it spits out like a dozen shorts feed upload. It is janky. You do have to do a lot of background editing and whatnot, but it's incredibly impressive. Yeah. You know, there's, there's one that I was looking at. It's, I think it's called pictory.ai. Yep. Uh, and I have a um issue, right? So, and I don't notice it until I'm editing videos or come back after. And if you do captions, you know, like the auto caption thing, another AI thing, but it it gets all those ums, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're reading through, you really notice like, oh crap, I say um a lot. Yep. Well, this picture thing, it just boom, boom, boom. And it's like great at doing it. Like it just, here's my video. Again, it could be a 90-minute video. A couple minutes later, every um and strange pause just out. Yeah, it's incredible. So you said you've played around with up to, up to 500 of these different tools. Do you have like your do you have your go-tos or what what are your main tools in your in your bag, in your trick bag? So my favorites, uh geez, so my favorites would be I guess probably everyone would say and agree that mid journey is one of the best, yep. just like, like, and if the people who still are like, Oh, they can't do hands. It's like, you've not paid attention to mid journey for six months. Like yeah. it hasn't had a problem with hands for a long time. Um, yep. But a lot of people are t using the kind of cheaper free version stuff. And it's like, yeah, you get what you get. So mid journey is a big favorite of mine. Um, the, founder uh, of mid journey goes on their discord every wednesday um i don't have a lot of just free time on wednesdays and listen but sometimes i'll put it on the background when i'm doing stuff um he does office hours where you can go on and ask questions and talk mm. about it every wednesday um i'm a big fan of mid journey they're making lots of progress um runway ml is another uh favorite of mine um runway has an array of stuff um stuff that's paid and free um oh man i like kyber a lot i like um deep brain um i like uh man la 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 um geez what can i think of off the top of my head um yeah, I'm, and here's the other thing. Almost every software is getting AI implemented into it. Like I just got a, a message, like we're on Zoom right now. Zoom yep. just sent me a message. We've got a new AI assistant, yada, yada. Yep. So that's the other thing. Um, gosh, I feel like I am forgetting uh, uh, what else. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'll just leave it, leave it at those. Runway, mid-journey. Oh, Topaz. I will say Topaz is a video editing one. Yep. Uh, three in 3D is another cool one. But Topaz is expensive, but that thing can take like your old family footage from like 1970 and make it 4K. Yeah. Um, I have that guy that I do the AI night at his video gallery, he has an amazing collection um, of 16 millimeter films that he got from the Dallas uh, State School District. So yep. he's got all their their film, whatever. And he's been slowly making those 4K quality um, with this Topaz stuff. It's really cool and just amazing. Yeah, it's there's so much out there. And like you mentioned before, too, like, um, 
a lot of it's involved in the prompts. Like it, it's all well and good to have this AI tool, but it's like giving somebody a chainsaw. They could cut their leg off with it. They could chop down a tree, or if they were really skilled, they could make like some fantastic sculpture that they could sell for, you know, a bazillion dollars. Are you finding with all of these tools that is, is that the kind of roadblock, like learning what to punch into it or, and kind of a secondary question, are you finding that there's some commonality or between the different tools? Like is, are you transferring your knowledge across or is it shit now I've got to learn all this over again? How do I actually play with this? It, it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of interconnectivity. Um, but, I, but I do. And I, and I've, now that I look back, I think I, because I'm such a visual uh, base person that's kind of what i focused on but yeah chat gpt4 for that stuff um you know there's a whole music side um there's a lot of different stuff but uh it, as far as that goes I, I think the big problem with it right now and and that's what i've been trying to do as i as i go along too is uh, it's like a, any other thing. Like I was telling you, I, maybe a couple of years ago, I started learning Blender. Yep. And with any of those things, luckily there was like a donut tutorial that everyone kind of knew about. But in a lot of anything you're trying to find out about, there's a ton of crap, yep. you know what I mean, to wade through. Um, so I'd say that's the most difficult part of it is... Uh, there's just so much like crappy versions and yeah but it is cool a lot of it's open source um like there's one called huggingface.co where all they do is host these like incubator ais and there's like four thousand of them on there and wow. these ais can use their computing power right so that's why they they you know sign up on this website um so 4,000 AIs to try and, you know, you can imagine they're, and they, a lot of them have, like, it, it does this because it's open source, a lot of this stuff. So it's like, you know, you're a smart guy, you take like a piece of that, you put it in your website with a slight twist on it. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is my version and do, 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 do. And then they're trying to sell it. And so mm. you do see a lot of overlap. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, it, it, it's moving at such a rapid pace, and I, I think you're right there. That's an important too. Like I remember in my game development days, I'd, I'd go back and try and follow some of these tutorials, but a lot of the stuff's outdated within months of it being published. So, yeah, and I've I've been playing around with Midjourney for probably about a year now, maybe something like that, when DTEC started first putting it out there. And up until about a month ago, like if I had some kind of image that I wanted in my head that I wanted to get out, I'd, I'd just brute force it by just pumping, you know, dozens upon dozens of things at it or, you know, different version, different version, different version. But in the last couple of months, I've, I've made a conscious effort to know, actually, what do I want to do here and go into the mid-journey Discord and find out what are some actual prompts because just a few different words and you can really dial it in for what you want it to do. You know what? I'll give you a piece of advice too. Um, and most people who use Midjourney don't tend to go on the actual website, mm. but there is a Midjourney website that you can log into, and it's got a repository of all your images that you've ever made in order, and you can set it up different ways, etc. Mm. Um, but you can go into the community one, and if you click new, there's like four different ones, like hot, popular, new, whatever. Choose the new one, and you refresh it, and it's like a bunch every second. But there's also a search bar at the top. Mm. So, like, if you wanted to do something on Tokyo or Samurai or blah, blah, you type Samurai in there, now you've got 50,000 versions. And then when you hover over them, that prompt pops up and you guys click, paste, blah, blah. Um, you can get the seed from them now from there, from that site too. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's amazing what I can do, but I don't think even with that system, I don't think we're too far away from like kind of now you can almost use ChatGPT to help you find the prompts that you're going to put into mid-journey. I don't think it's going to be yeah. too far along before. Like it's, of course, ChatGPT is kind of dated, specifically dated. So it's it's more about the language that you're using to try and how, how can I, like you give ChatGPT a, uh, a paragraph worth of stuff you want to do. How can I condense this down into you know three, four, five words? 
that's where it can help you. But I don't think it's going to be too long before those are kind of almost um, merged or something like that. And then you just put a few words in and then, you know, Midjourney is going to know exactly what you want and be able to find within itself, find all those prompts and, okay, this guy doesn't really know what he wants to do, but here's what he probably wants to do sort of thing. Yeah, 100%. Like I'll give you an example of something that's already doing it. There's a Discord called Suno, S-U-N-O, and they've got a, it works a lot like Midjourney, hit backslash, and then you type in chirp. And it does like that's like imagine for mid journey. It's like the, the bot prompt. Um, and then it'll you hit enter and it'll pop up a little screen and it's like put put your lyrics in here or yes. yeah. or have chat GPT write you a song. Oh, so there you it's go. It's already got the two mm. kind of things built in, you know. So yeah, I think you're right about that. They'll start to I mean, I tell people uh, you know, that's the other thing too with AI, like you can't know it all already there's no freaking way yeah uh, i mean there is but you'll be like a limited in knowledge or whatever but there are very niche ai for different things right so it's like if you find what you are good at or what you like and does that and then focus on on that one is what i would kind of recommend but i think you're right they they are gonna interconnect um like right now that thing i was talking about with the other metaverse stuff like we're trying to connect NFTs that have an avatar that's connected to chat GPT that has a memory. So if you have your NFT has this memory, it could talk. And so you basically have this, this virtual assistant, right? And it's utilizing multiple things in one and connecting it to your, to your digital item or whatever, you know? Yeah, for sure. And that, there's also people now offering their services, like a paid service for, like, I'm a wizard at Midjourney. If you want any artwork or something, hire me and uh, I'll get you exactly what you want. So I think we'll see more and more of that stuff too. 100%. I've taught some courses, you know, yeah. I've had people reach out to me and, and ask for private sessions and stuff. Super happy to do it. I love doing it anyway. And, um, it's like, okay, great. I've been spending all this time learning all this stuff and all this stuff. I'd be happy to help someone else. And, you know, and like, for instance, I, for those classes, I give people access to a, a discord server that I made that has exactly what you were just talking about. Um, mm. The It's like a freaking, I don't know, four page prompt that you put into chat GPT when you first get your session going. Yep. And it teaches it all about the history of Midjourney and how it works. Well, yeah. To give you prompts. Yeah, that's mental. All right. Well, that's kind of um, a bit of backstory and a bit of where we're at. But, you know, as we said at the, the start, the main reason you're here is to talk about the our Upland project. So I'll just bring that up. Um, maybe you could speak about how you got first got involved in that. Um, okay. Yeah, so here it is. We got our, our physical copy. I don't know if it comes yep, up. Yep, we can see that. Yep. Very well. um, yeah, so uh, I went to Genesis Week, which for those people who don't know, which I don't know why you wouldn't know if you're watching this, uh, it's the in-person meetup for uh, Upland players and uh, a bunch of the staff, uh, founders. And uh, so went out there to Las Vegas and... Um, I'm out here in Los Angeles and there's a, a suburb called Upland, which isn't too far, um, which always cracked me up uh, because like, you know, like, oh, I'll play Upland. I'm like, oh, I've been to Upland. Like, you know, it's funny. We've actually completely taken over the the Twitter hashtag and even the YouTubes and that like there's all these Upland hunting videos and that. It's just, we're just completely taken over all that. Yeah, funny. Yeah. So, so I'm at this thing and... Um, you know, it was a conference and everybody's there, a bunch, whole thing, presentations. Near the end, they had a Q&A and this woman's like, hey, I think I'm the only one who's really from Upland here, you know? And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so we're kind of neighbors, right? So after the event, I went up to her and I go, hey, you live in Upland, Bob? And we started chatting and um, I met her friend who was uh, next to her and she was like, you know i don't really play uh, i'm just here to support my friend i'm just learning i got my first property and blah, 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 and i was like oh cool and um and i was like 
oh, just where are you from? And she's like, New York City. I'm a writer. I was like, oh, cool. And she's like, yeah, um, here's one of my books, bestseller. Da-da-da. And I was like, oh, cool. And and she's like, you want to buy it? And I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> this lady's amazing. And I, you know, I was like, uh, how much is it? And, you know, she told me, and I was like, it was, um, the, the Genesis week is a week before Father's Day weekend. And the book was about, uh, I think it was called Honoring Dad. It was mm-hmm. about fathers and yada, yada. So I was like, this is perfect. I, you know, your gift for my dad. This is awesome. Sure, I'll take it. So got the, got her book and was like, she's a good salesman. Like I could, I would, I couldn't do that, right? So I was kind of impressed that that she did that. Um, <clears throat> and so the in there was a in between. We go back to our hotel and there was like an awards show and a, they gave out stuff and all this stuff. So we we go there and they're serving hors d'oeuvres and drinks and and I see her and I and I go say hello and. And she's like, ah, I just want to leave. I don't really know anybody. I want to go back to the hotel and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, uh, yeah, well, you know, and she's like, I don't know a bit. Well, I'm like, I'll hang out with you. You know, I don't really know that many people either. Who cares? Let's just, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we're hanging out. And I was like, you know, I was reading, flipping through your book in my, in my hotel room. I didn't have time to read it all, but I read some of it. And it was about personal stories about people's fathers and their connections and yada, yada. And I was like, you know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, like, you're in a room full of people because we had been having a discussion where she was amazed because this was kind of new to her. And, you know, she was talking to, I don't want to name anybody's name, but she was talking to a couple of people who were like, yeah, put over $100,000 into this game and do, 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 do. And she was like, there's people who put $100,000 more, blah, 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 you know? And I'm like, yeah, you know? And she's like, there's people from Israel and yada, yada, and all over the world. And I was like, yeah, they, this is this is your group of people who really care about this. You know, like maybe you could write a book about Uplink. And she was like, oh, yeah. She's like, but I'm too shy to like talk to people. And I was like, I had a, a cocktail already. And I was like, I'll take you around. Come on, let's go. <laughs> and so I started taking her around. Took her to, I don't know, I think Hacker in Uplando first. Um, and then we ended up seeing more cheese and a couple other people. And she hit it off with more cheese. She's from New York, too. And I think the accents kind of rubbed off. The girl power stuff rubbed off. Nice. And she turns to me and she goes, okay, you don't have to walk me around. I think I got it from here. Oh, right? awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So super cool. So I hit the party. Didn't really think that much about it other than, you know, cool. Upland books coming, yada, yada. So a couple weeks later, she sends me an email. We had exchanged information. And says, hey, uh, you know, I know you're an artist, but would you think about maybe doing the book cover for me? And I was like, oh, I'd be honored. That'd be super cool. I love the game. You're really nice. Loved it. So I did it, sent it to her. She loved it. Okay, looks good. Uh, And then I called her about a month later and I was like, hey, how'd it go? What's going on with the book? And we had a really long call. We spent like three hours on the call talking about blockchain and gaming and all this stuff. Um, and by the end of it, she asked me, do, do you want to co-author this book with me? And I was like, are you serious? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, you know, I'd love to. I, I, I you know, I've always kind of been pressured to write a book by different people over the years. And <clears throat> sure, I'd love to. And Normally, and, and I'm sure as well, you know, being in the blockchain space, metaverse, all this stuff, there's lots of people who are like, hey, let's do this thing. And it's like, oh, are you kind of fly by night? Like, what's going on? But, you know, she's a bestseller. She's had multiple books. She's yeah. really an author. So I was like, okay, you actually do what you say you want to do? Yeah. yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. And and she was really nice and, and was like, I don't want you to, uh, you know, waste any time. Let me send you money and yada, yada. Let's sign something. And boom, it was great. It was great. We got really to work on it right away. And um, we had a lot of great contributors. You're one of them. Um, you know, some real early players, some newer players um we got some some juicy stuff which i was kind of surprised that uh people were like sharing certain things that i was kind of surprised and i remember sending it back and being like 
Are yeah, you sure? Yeah, we're publishing this. <laughs> like, you know? like, yeah, go for it. Um, and then yes. the other cool thing about it now is like, it's been you know almost a year eight months and it's been a decent amount of time and so it really is like a like a capsule you know like a snapshot a time in time yeah, yeah. yeah it really is so, and it, it also it sets itself up prime for a version two it does and and that's what kind of held us up like ideally we talked about having it for the following genesis right yep. Um, in Vegas, they were actually having booths this year. So it was like, perfect, we'll have a booth, we'll sell them, right, blah, 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 type of thing. And um, we were waiting for Dirk and Idan to write a forward, and they had agreed to do it, um, but hadn't done it. You know, I'm busy guys, yada, yada. And, and Dirk actually told me at one point, he was like, you know, I'm sure you're aware, but like, I get scam email and messages and like all day, every day, like yep. everyone's trying to sell me something or do something. So like, no offense to you. I know you're a player in the lab, but like we really needed to vet at you and make sure that this was like a legit thing, um, yep. which, which I get. Um, so it took a little while to, to get that done. Um, and so when I saw him in Las Vegas, he was like, it's coming to you, I promise, very soon. Awesome. And yeah, and it was really cool too, because I came up to the the you know meetup bar thing and everyone's kind of talking and I'm kind of shy. And it's always weird when you go to those things because it's a crowd of people and people are talking and they're like, do I butt in? Do I just stand here? Like, what And you I kind do? of, I'd imagine it's a case where you, you know these people, but you don't really know them. 100%. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So like I'm kind of standing there and then talking to nobody and not wanting to butt in and then boom here comes dirk right over to me first person mm -hmm. that comes up to me and he's like i know i owe you that i'm sorry it's coming yeah yeah explains the whole thing that was super cool and then um so so because of that it, it kind of got postponed a little bit yeah but, but i think it's uh it should work out just fine um time wise and yeah yeah, that's awesome. I mean, those guys are operating at a completely different level. Like you, you and I can have these conversations and we can get a project kicked off, but they've they got lawyers and all sorts of stuff that people got to, like you said, they, they dive deep. So, yeah, that, that's a whole different ballgame. All yeah. right, so I'll just bring that up to give a bit of context. So what is the actual the book all about? So maybe you want to take this away? What was the general purpose and what's it going to involve? Um, okay, so the book itself, or we're talking about the contest cover here, right? No, just the book. Like, we know that's Upland Stories, but look, what was the scope of that? Well, what were you kind of looking to get out of that? Uh, so, really, the book was about community. Um, and I think that's what you know that's what really made her want to write this right is she was like telling me and we you know we're talking about how there's 20 something year olds hanging out with 60 year olds chatting yeah. about this thing for foreign countries and and how welcoming all these people were to her you know um and just how she had been involved in other kind of internet communities or even uh, real life communities. Yep. And other than like a church, and she said even some of those, but like other than that, like there wasn't a community that was like as welcoming and friendly hmm. as the Upland one. So a lot of it was about community. Um, and a lot of it was about um you know, this whole new concept of metaverse and uh, being able to, you know, be anywhere in the world and, and have this kind of group community. Nice. And speaking of community, you are looking to give back to the community and you have a very massive prize, well, two massive prizes available here. Um, it's, it's one winner takes all though, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. And we'll, if I, I, I'm not promising anything, but I think if other people, I'll probably personally just give some love to other people who don't win because 
Um, I we're not choosing the winner. Um, I have a gallery owner friend here in Los Angeles, and we, Olivia and I both agreed that we we should kind of not have. That's a good opinion. way to do it. Yeah. yeah, put it in the hands of a third party who doesn't have any emotional vested interests. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so, so we're doing that, and I should shout out TD. Uh, I know you know TD. He he actually donated uh, NFTG NFT Gamer TV. Uh, they donated the the million UPX, which oh, nice. he sent to my wallet uh, or to my Upland account just a week maybe or two before tokyo mm. and so i i had to sit there and be like that's not mine that's not mine, that's not mine. yes uh, uh and it's funny because i was sharing my screen with dtech and they were talking about dtech and he's like dude what are you gonna do with all that like, yeah hey, that's not mine. yes yeah absolutely. Um, but yeah so it's a it's a book design cover contest um, we've got on the website there in the bottom, our upland.com, which you were on before. Um, there's actually a Google form that you, you pop in and there is a lot of, uh, per, like technical parameters, but that's all like Amazon related for the actual printing of the book. It has to be a certain, you know, size and all that. Yep. And then we just can't have any, like, you know, no McDonald's, Disney, Coke, or even upland specific IP, you know, yeah. you can use colors or do certain things but we can't just like steal anything or borrow anything however you want to put it straight from them yeah uh, but yeah we've got some interesting uh uh some amazing actually entries already i've gotten um uh messages that i've been working in it all week and it's coming and that stuff so some of them i haven't seen but from some real promising artists within the community um something else i should add there's a portuguese version of this yes because another way that we're kind of giving back to the community was um we've uh hired a brazilian player kevin kevin to uh, translate it into again another ai thing right because i could run it through and have it translated for me but again, AI doesn't quite give you the finished product. It's close. It's getting closer and closer. But yeah, it's it's not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. So he's doing the final read through. So he'll probably be the first person that's actually read the entire book. No, nice. uh, but sworn to secrecy. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, he's uh, he's been uh, translating it into Portuguese. So we will have uh, two versions, which I'm super excited about, and he's going to receive a portion of the uh, income from that. And so we're hoping a lot of Brazilian players buy it and, and he earns a lot for, for contributing. And you're looking to expand that into other languages as well? Well, I mean, if, if the, if the, uh, you know, want is there, you know, yep. I know we do have a, a decent sized Japanese community. Yep. Um, you know, uh, I don't know about like Russian or other ones. I do know of some, but I, I haven't heard of a, a big community, um, but maybe. So at least open to the possibility. Absolutely. All right. And there's still plenty of time to get involved in this. It's run through till September 30th. Um, as Joe said, the, there's um, a link there within the our Upland website that you can clickety-clack on and get yourself involved. Um yeah, one million upex and one thousand wax too. That's a very healthy price. Yeah, we we, we got the one million wax uh, or UPX. I remember you were uh, we had the prize wheel going for a while. So uh, yeah, yes. you, you're yeah. very familiar with that. Yeah, I got to start saving up. Oh, I was just thinking the other day. It's already September. It's not going to be that long, and we'll be getting ready to do Christmas shows. And I did commit to doing another one million giveaway at Christmas time. So I got to start saving myself. Oh, wow. Right. Yes, maybe, now, I can, maybe I can win it. Yeah, don't fall asleep <laughs> in the middle of the Zoom like Finsky did and missed out. <laughs> oh, the Finn man. Oh, now, one of the other parts I clicked on, oh, so this is going to be available in ebook form and paperback form. Um, yes. What was the – I saw here too. Ah, yeah, this NFT tie-in. What's yeah. the – what's all this about? So – you know, being that it's it's 
sometimes difficult to to get things to foreign countries, etc. Um, we wanted to make it real easy for people. Um, and we're looking into because like Amazon in the US, uh, he, he, and it's new to me, but she's published things on there and is very familiar with the whole process. But the, the Amazon is like, that's a US version. If you want to do Amazon in foreign countries, it's a whole nother yeah. thing. Right? Um, and so because we're doing the Portuguese, I think we are going to look into releasing it on Amazon in, in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, but but again, that's yeah, that's a whole new thing. So we wanted to make it available on the actual website and make it more interactive where you can actually respond to things. Um, there's journal prompts in there for for you to write about your kind of story and your version. Um, and if there is a great response and people want to be more involved and um you know, if we get some some great stories and great stuff, and there may be a book too um, that comes from it. But yeah, basically, uh, just like how I don't know some of these games are set up. I know you played the Green Rabbit or Alien Worlds. It's like you need the Wax Wallet to log in. Same thing. You, you log in with your Wax Wallet or your Anchor Wallet or whatever, and it'll have the NFT in it, and that'll grant you access on that website to the book. Mm. it has like one of those readers or you know page turns so it'd be kind of like a physical book um, so it's it's almost like um the system that metaphors pioneered with the comic 100%. but just taking that to the next level 100 and and td's helping me with it td's helping me with the actual functionality of the website so so that must mean the technology behind all of that must have advanced considerably because i I think I got a rare version of that comic book when it first dropped. I was lucky enough to get one of those. And forgive me if I'm wrong, TD, but there was like 10 pages max or something like that. And I think at the time they were working up to their limits. And now you're talking about a full book. Yeah. 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 The, the, it has changed. And matter of fact, I was yesterday morning on a uh, webinar uh, for Wharf Kit, which is a great thing that they're doing exactly like this. So for dApps or uh, not just books or whatever, um, it, it's all about the login and, and being a, a front and back end connection. And um, it, it, it was at, at points a little technical for me, <laughs> mm. uh, but uh, I was I did record it and they are going to put it out in a couple of weeks, the actual recording. Um but you're right, the technology is moving along fast. Uh, the antelope stuff is good because it covers a lot. So, like, this thing will work for like EOS, uh, Wax, um, mm. you know, Talos, I think, and, and maybe even Proton. I can't remember exactly, but it's like multi chain, uh, multi wallet, um, pretty cool technology. Yeah. And I did see on your show as well, you haven't mentioned that uh, fourth wall digital that um, yeah. you covered the Atomic Hub uh, drama that they're going through. W what's your take on all of that? That seems, I kind of glossed over it just briefly on one of the shows that I did. It seems a bit scary on the surface. How do you think that's all going to play out? Um, well, it's starting to play out, actually. Um, everyone was kind of waiting for them to make a statement, um, and they were kind of like, you're coming soon uh, type of thing. And um wombat i don't know if you're familiar with wombat but wombat made an announcement that hey you know we're basically they bought uh and, and i think it's called spielworks s-p-e-i-l-w-r-k-s which is directly related to wombat they actually bought atomic club oh nice. so yeah and so there wasn't a huge you know like i think the big concern for most people that are involved with the with the wax stuff is one the token price because they were such a big player in the game yeah uh, and then more importantly i think for a lot of these people especially the creators is the actual atomic assets which they came up with that whole standard and so it was yep. like well shit, we 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 built our whole thing on it like if that goes and uh, all my game all my history all it's gone right yeah so very early on they they clarified even if atomic hub shut their doors and yada yada that that would all the uh smart contracts and everything would still stand still live on yeah 
yeah so that was comforting but um but now it looks like atomic hub will still be atomic hub it, but it'll be more uh, wombat owns it but it'll i think still remain its own thing um i was reading today matter of fact i missed it this morning but they had an ama at eight in the morning and and just to give you an idea of how like like the changes like the 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 I don't know if it was a girl, but she had a girl avatar picture. Um, but I think it was Olga um, made an announcement and it said, I can't post in announcements yet, but we'll be having an AMA and blah, 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 blah. So okay, cool. it's like a fresh takeover. Yeah. Nice. And you're still all in on the wax. Are you, you know, are you expanding to other blockchains, Polygon or anything like that? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I have uh, already like a long time ago, but um, I like wax a lot. I like the the um, uh, cheap transactions, no gas fees. I like that you can do these fractional things. Um, I like how quick it is. I like how it doesn't really go down at all. Um, yeah. uh, it does have its its issues, you know, um, for sure um but i think alcor's done a lot for for that community and those exchanges and your ability to to move around um and, and exchange all those tokens is it, it, pretty cool and um yeah i'm a big i'm a big fan um it is kind of weird a little bit the whole like i don't know if you've noticed recently there's like a whole pfp craze that's kind of happening in wax and you know, it's just weird that like you know that happened in eth however long ago you know what i mean and it's like i feel we're like the the you know dorky cousin that's trying to like dress like the cool cousin you know and i'm like but it's definitely a different vibe isn't it the between yeah. the two communities yeah yeah um but yeah, I'm big on wax. Um, I've been messing around with the alien worlds more with the TLM um, and that whole governance. Uh, EOS, um, they've got a whole, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Dan Larimer or More Equal yep. Animals, but he has this whole concept that's been really interesting to me about governance and, and our whole political system here in the United States is having issues, let's say, and um, you know, I, I'd recommend reading that book, and and I'm a big fan of of blockchain and and the trustless stuff and the, the record of everything. And um, I think that ultimately it will get implemented into our voting system, all uh, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So um, I'm I, I'm trying to. I know it sounds weird, high pie in the sky, but I'm trying to like help make sure that it gets directed in the right way and doesn't get uh bastardized you know, yeah. yeah 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 if, if i can all right cool well just as we're wrapping up we know that the competition runs till the end of september there's another aspect that's kind of octoberish uh, does that mean we're likely to see a release what end of year or something no i think we should have it out by like i'm gonna try right around halloween Yep. Um, and, and we'll make announcements more. We just want to make sure that we don't jump the gun, um, because, you know, printers wise, getting everything and making sure it can actually get printed and sent out yep. once, once we get that done, then it's going to be released. And, and so the, the, um, contest ends on the 30th, right. Um, the gallery owners right here in Los Angeles won't be hard to, to get that, um, you know, finished, then it's get it off the printer. So that gives us like a whole, you know, almost a whole month to make sure it's done. So the goal is uh, Halloween. It's a holiday. People recognize it. Um, so I think that's kind of the goal. Um, but yeah, yeah. And that'll be kind of NFT and book, hopefully. Uh, but like I said, as, uh, as the time progresses, I'll be much clearer about it. Nice. And with the the gallery um, process to find the winners, is that something you're going to like put together as a production, put that out publicly or how are you going to work with that? So, you know what? I think so. I think so. I think um, I definitely would like to talk to all the artists before doing anything like that. Yep. Uh, 
but yeah i definitely want to like make an announcement and then like how we talked about you know the 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 winner's going to get the big prizes or whatever but i definitely want to reward some of the other people um some of the ones i've seen right now it would be tough for me to decide there's already some really good ones mm-hmm. um and so i would be remiss not to like reward those people too but again um you know who knows how people's feelings are if they're like well if i got second place i don't want to be on some video or you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll talk to the artists see how they feel and then i would definitely love to show off everybody's work at some point yeah cool well even if you don't have any like um full-on artistic skills yourself there like joe and i have mentioned there there's so many different ai tools that you can work with um yeah don't sleep on this one there's still plenty of time to get you some, yourself involved so Get, get on over and click that link in the description and have a go. And who knows, you just might walk away with one million Upex and a big bag of wax to boot. So very healthy prize. All right, Joe, it's always great chatting to you. I love your take on things and especially like hearing what you've got going on and where you think AI headed. So I think there's a lot to unpack there. So this will probably be one of the ones that I listen back to a couple of times to make sure I catch some of those keywords and some of those different projects to explore. So thank you very much, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for having me on and talk about the book and uh, yeah. Sorry if I got off on an AI tangent. I I love it. Once you ask. Okay, good. (laughs) All right. Thanks mate. Later. If you have an Upland NFT or Metaverse product, service or event to promote, or you're just someone engaged in Web3 who'd like to have a chat, send me, Ben68, a DM on Discord or drop a YouTube comment to discuss and secure your spot. This Metatainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor.